Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Creatrix Co. podcast, where we blend practical and spiritual tools to create no BS growth strategies for women ready to level up in life and biz. I'm your host, Laura Siver, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you here with me on this journey of owning our role as the creators, or should I say creatrix, of our own lives. Together, we're breaking free from the barriers that hold us back and making space for more of the things that we actually want, not what others say we should. On this podcast, we'll dive deep into the realms of self-discovery, personal growth, mindset, and spirituality. But here's the thing, we won't stop at just theoretical knowledge. We're all about practical tools and systems that you can apply in your everyday life. No fluff, just real strategies that work. Get ready for inspiring stories, actionable steps, and wisdom from our incredible guest speakers. We'll explore different topics, introduce you to new elements, and give you the tools to experiment and create your own unique path. So if you're sick of the same results on repeat day after day and are ready to live that kick-ass life with your dreamy business you know that you're meant for, let's dive straight into today's episode. All right, guys, we're back. Another week, another episode, and I'm so excited to dive into today's topic. I am going to point out right from the get-go that there may be a dog, aka my dog, barking in the background because he thinks that it's his job to be the security dog for our household um, and barks at anyone that walks past and also it is quite late in the afternoon which means people are coming home from work they are you know picking up the kids uh, from school or they have you know taken them to some sort of extracurricular activity so now they're driving around so you may hear (laughs) the bark and cars in the background but honestly I've tried to record this already three times and have started and stopped a lot so unless it's a really big bark I'm just going to keep talking through it and hopefully it's okay because what I figured is a I'm better when I am just talking in flow I'm not interrupted and I'm not you know stopping and starting constantly and also this is just life it's the reality of it and as a woman a busy woman and a mum in business, I have to use the times that I have in the best way possible and that means that it's not going to be perfect all the time. I'm not in a recording studio, I don't have soundproof walls and if I let perfection get in the way, if I let myself get stopped every time by the fact that I have noises in the background, I would literally never record anything. So here we are. (laughs) If you needed that reminder, then obviously that was for you. That literally just came, I channeled that and that just like exploded out of my mouth in that way. So I actually want to start off the episode with something new and I did hear it in another um, another episode but I can't remember it off the top of my head so if I do find it again I will link it in the show notes but basically the host had um, a challenge that shared a challenge that she found through the week or that she dealt with a win and a moment of gratitude And I just thought that that was really beautiful because if you have been in my world for a bit, you will know that I am all about connecting back to moments of mindfulness and the self. And these are such beautiful tools to really um, get connected to where you're at and feel really grateful for the things that you have and see how you've overcome challenges and things like that. So I'm going to start with a challenge because I am all about the 
the learnings and then the positivity and the, you know, the wins and stuff are like super feel good vibes that we'll keep for the end, right? <laughs> you have dessert at the end. You don't look actually, no, now that I've said that dessert should be consumed at any damn time that you want. So, um, I'm going to start with a challenge this week. So I think for me over the last week, the challenge has been around playing catch up with work because my daughter got some sort of viral thing from childcare or kinder. And then naturally I took the time off work to care for her and then got it myself. And it was actually really nice though, because it was a moment to slow down and be with my daughter. So I'm digressing into what's positive (laughs) about it unintentionally, but it's true. I had more time with her and I could connect with her and I still got things done, but in just a different way. So the challenge is really that by taking that time off to be with her and to care for her and then care for myself, plus I also had woman week during that time, I felt like I was a little bit behind in my business and all the tasks that I need to do, especially because at the moment, as of last week, I've started launching and I work to a longer launch runway and so you know it's like in the back of your mind it's like oh I need to do this and I need to do that but moving across to the win which is linked to this point I have been launching and it has felt really easy and breezy and it's not to say that there aren't like moments of oh have I forgotten this have I done this oh what if that doesn't work or is that the right thing to do but because the way that I'm choosing to launch, which is like a little sneaky, uh, I don't know what you would call it, like a little secret, a little shh behind the scenes moment uh, that something is coming. Um, because it feels so good and so aligned and the thing that I am launching is actually something that I've been using as well. I'm not feeling stressed out about it. Um, and so it, it feels like such a win because usually when I'm launching a campaign, there is a lot of stress and overwhelm and some anxiety and like some, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I've gone through a launch and gone, I should have just, no, I'm just going to push this back or I've planned something and said, no, there's too much to do. I can't do it. And the win really comes into not letting your thoughts get you down. So not letting the thoughts uh, become a reality because thoughts aren't necessarily true and they aren't you. And you can do so much more than you can even imagine, but it's just about letting yourself try and push yourself to new limits. So I'm really um, excited and and I love that win for me and the fact that I can use my product towards my launch. So it feels way more easier, way more easier. That's great English, Laura. <laughs> way easier, way more calm and relaxed. And I definitely feel the ease and the peace that comes from this. And so I actually feel a lot of gratitude, which leads into the third one, um, around being able to have the time to do both, have the time to be with my kid and myself and, well, that's not both, but, you know, (laughs) with myself and my child personally, as well as the time to be in my business and then being able to be supported 
by my business because of systems and strategies that I've implemented and I just have so much gratitude for the past version of myself who created this system that will be revealed very very soon in like the coming weeks um so watch this space but you know it's just a a matter of understanding how I work who I am what I you know value appreciate how I use my time that kind of thing so that I can work to my energy to the times that I feel inspired the most and it works for me rather than trying to follow somebody else's plan so that actually leads into the topic that we'll be discussing today which is the fact that work for me working out my schedule and connecting it to my energy really understanding my energy was like a huge way and like biggest gift of permission to myself so that I can create in whatever sense that looks like um, in the way that works for me. So I know that was very long-winded, but essentially understanding myself and my energy so that I can create a schedule that gives myself permission to create in a way that's authentic. So I'm going to dive into that a little bit more today, but basically Um, what that looked like for me was really understanding who I was energetically, like how I work best, where my focus time was, where I feel most stressed, more creative, more like the most motivated time of the day, all those kinds of things. And so I looked at that over the period of a week or so and really started to take note. And so for me, I started to notice that I am actually a little bit more of a night creator. I work best in the evening. It probably has something to do with the fact that the world goes quiet. And if you are a mom in business like me, (laughs) you'll understand that once everybody goes to bed, you get the space to just do whatever. And so it's kind of like that meme that you know, like, you know that you should be going to bed so that you can wake up early and feel refreshed, but you're still on your sofa at like 2am death scrolling social media because it's literally the only time that you have to yourself. Like everyone else has in theory gone to bed and the world is quiet and no one's demanding things from you. And so you get to just do what you want to do. So for me, what that looks like is essentially when the world quietens down, I get to get hyper-focused and, you know, really um, efficient and effective in the work that I'm creating at that time. So I noticed that happens mostly in the evenings. Now, having said that, in the past, I would have just, you know, stayed up and worked till odd hours of the morning. And sometimes I do if I know that my husband is taking my daughter to childcare the next morning and I don't have to be up at the crack of dawn to do all the things needed to get her ready. Or if I know that I can, you know, schedule in a nap during the day to kind of compensate for that. But most of the time I, you know, do a little bit of work in the evening and that works for me. Being able to do some of those focused tasks in the evening when my husband is, say, putting my daughter to bed and reading her stories and things like that, that's a beautiful time for me to get focused. And 
So that was a big understanding for me and also knowing that as someone who in the morning doesn't tend to wake up very quickly, I'm not, I don't bounce out of bed like certain people do. I wish I had your energy, but I just don't. Like I need to ease into the day a little bit more. And so I allow myself to have that time and space to do that. I'm obviously caring for my child in the morning and, you know, giving her breakfast, getting her ready, do all, doing all of those things. And then when I come when I come back, you know, I'll really get into it in a really slow and steady way. So for me, that looks like connecting with people in my life. So that could be voice noting, biz besties, that could be connecting with girlfriends who are also moms with my own mom you know really just um starting to warm up into the day it could be listening to a podcast listening to a you know lesson that I've wanted like a master class or something like that that I've wanted to listen to for a while so all those things are kind of scheduled in the in the early part of the day or I give my time myself the time and space to run errands then and then that way I'm still technically productive but I'm not having to focus on any particular thing within the business when I'm not feeling super ready and if you follow astrology and you know what your rising sign is that's connected to my Gemini rising I need to start the day with things that I can learn about things that I can listen to things that bring about that curiosity or feed into that curiosity. So um, as a Gemini rising. So, you know, that's something that I really honor about myself and not make myself feel bad or wrong for it. And then I'll go into the easier parts of, you know, work that don't need a lot of brain functioning. Like maybe it's emails or maybe it is checking my analytics to see, you know, what's happening. Do I need to, you know, schedule anything in like what is it that I need to know so that I can then you know either do it later when I need more focus or do it in that moment when it doesn't need anything in particular then I make sure that I prep and eat lunch and in the past I used to just rush through it and then feel like I didn't have enough lunch because I was so busy with work and I had to do so many tasks that I just couldn't afford to take a lunch break essentially. Um, yes, I'm the worst boss. Um, and so now I, I take that break because what I noticed was if I wasn't taking the time to really just chill and disconnect and unwind, I was getting distracted through the day and I'd find myself jumping on YouTube temporarily or getting distracted by a social media post or having a little chat with someone randomly and then next minute you know two hours later I was feeling really annoyed at myself feeling really frustrated so by giving myself the time and permission to do that and understanding that I need that designated lunch break then I know that I've met my needs like physically I'm fed, I'm rested, my eyes are away from the screen, I'm usually doing something else that, you know, I want to do while I'm having lunch. And then after lunch, I'll go and take my dog for a walk if it's not pissing down with rain. (laughs) So, you know, just simple things like that really 
change the way that you can work within your business. And then I'll focus on the more, you know, focused work, the work that needs more of your brain power. For me, that's not the morning that comes after lunch. I'm like, I'm awake for the day. I'm already wide. I've warmed up to the day. I've had my lunch. I'm I'm good to go. And so I will spend the time after lunch between then and picking up my daughter from, you know, kinder or childcare, just focusing on, on all the really important things. And that is probably not the quote unquote normal way that people have been told that they should work with their energy and, you know, construct their work day. Like it should be a quintessential nine to five and you should have a lunch break. And then, I mean, lots of people are doing overtime. Let's get honest and real with it. But, you know, it's like, do all your productive things in the morning. Sure. If that works for you, go for it. But since understanding my energy, what feels good to me, what makes me happiest, it has been game changing. And by doing that, I've noticed so many changes in my attitude, in my mindset, in my motivation, and especially in my creativity. I find that now I am constantly getting ideas and I'm inspired to work on them and things like social media doesn't feel so daunting and heavy and uh, such an annoying task that I have to do because I'm having more fun with it because it's during a time that I feel inspired or feel creative or that I have something that's you know dropped in an idea that I want to share with the world and it's not something that you know, I'm forcing at the wrong time when my energy just isn't in the right place. So what does that look like from a practical sense? I use Google Cal and I have blocked out three hours in the morning to spend with Kyra, to run errands, to meal prep, her lunch boxes, her clothes, whatever, right? And then from, so that would be six to nine. And then what I do is nine to 11, I ease into work. So I do very light tasks, like I mentioned before, emails and things like that. If I need to run errands, it's usually in the Cairo time or in this time because I know that I'm easing into the day. And then 11 till 1, I do my cooking. I have my lunch. If I have time, I will do meal prep for the evening as well. And I'll go and take my dog for a walk. Then that way I am moving my body. I'm out in the sunshine. I'm getting inspiration and all of that jazz. By then, I feel like I've really warmed up to the day and I'm really activated and ready to go. So 11, I'm sorry, one till three is my focus time. I do all of my heavy work during that time. And then three till 5.30 is when I'm wrapping up. So I will still do focus work, but I'm not going to start any big tasks. I might do some things that need completing and focus, but not necessarily start anything huge unless there's some looming deadline. And then from six till eight, I have my like family nighttime routine where we have dinner and we chat, we might play games, we might watch something and we do like bath, you know, bed, all that kind of stuff. And then basically from, uh, sorry, I think I said eight, I meant 8.30. So that's 5.30 to 8.30 and then from 8.30 till whenever I fall asleep is basically my downtime. It's the opportunity I have to finish anything that's like I'm inspired by that I want to 
complete or set myself up for the next day or I want to have a bath or read a book or spend time with my husband or watch that TV show whatever it is to just disconnect and connect back to myself and then go to sleep and rinse and repeat essentially (laughs) but it really works for me. The other thing that I want to add is I actually create time to multitask with my daughter so on a Sunday morning for example we have some time together while my husband's doing his own thing and having his own space and we'll cook together and we'll cook meals for the week ahead she doesn't know it (laughs) so she's helping me out I'm just being really smart and strategic around what I'm doing yes I did just call myself smart but I'm literally you know killing two birds with one stone we are cooking something that we can eat in the week ahead which alleviates my task for that week we are bonding I'm teaching her some life skills and it means that we really get to connect and enjoy ourselves at the same time as doing something practical and helpful the other thing to note is you know being able to determine what work is efficient versus effective so sometimes the work that you do is really efficient and you can work really, really quickly through it. You can like tick things off. You're like, boom, boom, boom. That was amazing. I'm done with X, Y, and Z. What a great day. But the days that you have more effective work, just be mindful about like noting that because they may be uh, blocks that you are working on, you know, for longer and you need to be in the mood for for example maybe you're not doing it during that time of the month but you know effective is when you're really you know carving out chunks out of that task how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time so you really you know making a big dent in it but it you know like it's just not done you know when you've had an assignment at uni or high school or whatever and You're like, oh my God, this is never ending. Like it literally feels like it keeps going and you've made so much progress on it and you're like, oh, I'm still going, but you're actually at like 95% there and you just need to like tick over that final 5%. Well, that's effective work. Like you're getting the bulk out of the way. So I mentioned this because it's really important to note when your energy is also ready for that effective work versus that efficient work of like let's get shit done and just really finalize it and tick off those boxes so I noticed that I am most effective in the afternoon that's when I do my focus work and then the efficient stuff I'll tick off in the morning or last thing in the evening and that has been game changing for me to understand that about myself as well so you can definitely ask yourself those questions about when do I feel the most focused when do I feel like I get the best work done you know the best quality work when am I the most inspired or motivated or the opposite like when do I feel like I need to clock off from work when do I find that my children need more attention like obviously if you're picking your kids up from school you're not going to set a focus block right during the middle of that time so getting really intentional and taking the time to look at how you work is going to be really important and then once you understand yourself understand your energy understand how you like to wake up you'll be able to curate your day and your schedule so that 
you can have those blocks that guide you, but you don't feel like super repressed by because you are literally locking yourself into certain tasks and certain things that you need to work on. So I hope that that helps you. It definitely has helped me. And through the creativity that comes from it, I feel freer. I feel more enjoyment, more passionate about my business because it balances more with my life. When your business is like eating into your life, your life, your personal life is going to be impacted. And at the same time, you know, personal life is going to impact your business as well. They come hand in hand and the pendulum just swings between them. And so that's where I talk about balance. Like you can never just stay in that one balanced spot in the middle, but it's, it's just recalibrating and bringing yourself back so that you are in the, in the middle area a lot more than you are like from one extreme to the next. So see how that works for you. See if that makes a difference. I'd love to know if you try it and it really is such a simple process and thing to think about and get your head around but it makes a world of difference and then when you can top it off by implementing systems that support that for you whether that be you know implementing it into the Google Cal calendar like I have or creating some new support networks around you, you know, asking for support from others, doing things like carpooling and um, batch, I was going to say batch creating food, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Meal prepping, that's what I mean, but you get my point. Meal prepping your, your meal so that it's not eating into your day and you don't have to start and stop constantly. Like when you can actually implement tools, systems, processes, all of those things around it like I have and like the secret offer that is coming out in a couple of weeks or so, it's going to make the biggest difference. And don't be afraid to implement something, try it on. If it doesn't fit, try something else on. You won't know unless you try. You won't be able to perfect it or I actually don't believe in perfection. So it's more so you won't be able to get like the best practice for yourself until you try it and fail or tweak or, you know, just change it up completely. Uh, but you got to start somewhere. So I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and I'll see you on the next one. Bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Creatrix Co podcast. I hope you enjoyed diving into everything today and got some practical tools out of this episode that you can easily implement into your life and biz. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your attention and energy with me, especially when there are so many other things that you could be doing right now. It definitely does not go unnoticed. If you found value in today's episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a glowing review and rating. Please share this with someone you think will get as much out of it as you did because it also helps us reach more incredible souls just like you and it really helps us grow our dream. Don't forget to tag us on Instagram at thecreatrixco underscore so we can shout you out in our community and we also love hearing any feedback so please feel free to send that our way too. If you're hungry for more inspiration, strategies, and soulful conversations, don't forget to connect with us on social media. You can find all of our links in the show notes below for even more transformative content. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.